Franklin County, Northern County, Morgan County, Warren County, at line 45 p.m. At 9 p.m., National Weather Service Doppler radar indicated a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado five miles northwest of Kingston. Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage, and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. William Shakespeare, Macbeth. August 24th, 2019, 4.30 a.m., Fort Smith, Arkansas, 5801 Kincaid Avenue. 47-year-old Deborah Stevens is delivering newspapers. This during torrential rainfall. She's wearing a lightweight blue jacket, a black shirt, red pajama pants featuring black and white cats, and with a white font that says, Feline Sleepy. At some point, Deborah Stevens drives into floodwater. She doesn't know it, but when Deborah Stevens dressed that morning, she picked out the outfit she would die in. The floodwater entraps Stevens' gray SUV, a Mazda CX-9, and she, with the vehicle, swept away by rapid waters. Kayla Adams, a witness, is standing in the safety of her balcony. She witnesses the vehicle floating away. By the time Adams spots the SUV, the vehicle is half-submerged by water and spinning. It's the taillights and headlights that caught Kayla's attention, their beams cutting through dark rainfall. The SUV is heading down a drainage ditch. Kayla Adams can see the glow of a cell phone in the driver's side seat. Our witness can hear nothing coming from the SUV. Kayla Adams calls 911. 4.33 a.m. Panicked, Deborah Stevens calls her mother-in-law, Diana Smith. Smith is a manager at the Times Record, a local newspaper. Stevens pleads for help. She tells Smith that she doesn't want to die. Her mother-in-law informs her of the obvious. She can't get to Deborah in a reasonable time frame. Even if Smith could reach her, she isn't equipped to save her. This phone call lasts a total of two minutes and one second. Diana Smith hangs up and calls 911. She's informed that Stevens is currently speaking with a dispatcher. She will attempt to call Deborah Stevens again at 4.50, 4.51, and 4.56 a.m. to no avail. Stevens will not and cannot answer. The two-minute phone call is the last time Diana Smith will speak to her daughter-in-law. Alan, where's your emergency? I have an emergency, a severe emergency. I'm in a flooding. My car veered off the road while I'm doing my newspapers, and I'm flooded over here on the end of Kincaid, and it's all the way up to my windows, and I can't get out, and I'm scared to death, ma'am. Can you please help me really bad? I need you to calm down. I need you to tell me where you are. Beginning at 2.55 a.m., the Fort Smith Police Department began receiving 911 calls, 14 in total, these all before Deborah Stevens, involving vehicles caught in floodwaters. At 4.35 a.m., Stevens placed the 911 call you are hearing now. I'm on the, I don't know, ma'am. I'm on the end of Ken 
Kincaid down here by these apartments. There's some apartments on Kincaid. I don't know what they're called. Look how weird you're being, Avenue. On the other side of Kincaid, at the very end of Kincaid Street, there's some apartments. And right. I thought, Do you I have a dark blue car is what I'm asking you? What color is your vehicle? Yeah, dark. It's it's gray SUV laying the window. The mortar's all the way up to my windows. Okay, hold on for me. Don't hang up. When Deborah Stevens calls into dispatch, Donna Renault is the operator who answers. Why does Renault ask Stevens if her vehicle is blue? The vehicle was reported as blue in her early witness report. We'll hear from her later. In the confusion, the vehicle must have looked blue, spinning in the torrents of water. And it's coming in my windows. I mean, I'm floating in water right now, ma'am, ma'am. And you're at close to the area, 5801 Kincaid? I'm, yes, ma'am, I need help right now. I'm, I'm, I'm soaking wet, I'm sick, and I can't, I don't know what to do, ma'am. Okay, what's your name? Debbie Stevens, please help me. I don't want to die. You're not going to die. Hold on for a minute. Well, I need to, I, I'm scared. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't know the water. I couldn't see the water when I came up on it, man. It just all of a sudden hit me. And you're in a gray van? I'm in a gray SUV, a Mazda CX-9. And you are a paper person? Yes, I'm a paper person. Please send somebody fast to get me. I'm scared. Okay, listen to me. I can't calm swim. Down I can't me. swim. I'm going to drown. You're not going to drown. Just calm down. Well, ma'am, it's all the way up to my chest. Okay, Please listen to me. I understand. I'm... Hold on for me. Just I'm scared. Up, okay? I'm sorry. I I'm... It's fine to be scared. You have a right to be scared. I'm Hold scared. On <laughs> <laughs> Do you, did you go off the road into a ditch? No, ma'am. I was in the, in the parking lot of the, of the apartments cutting through to go to my paper route because I couldn't go down 66th Street because it was flooded. And when I got to the end, I didn't see, I couldn't see the water in that driveway. And there was water everywhere. And it just, it just took me away and started pulling me. Just sucking me in and then my, then my car died. How long is it going to be, ma'am? My phone's going to die, and I can't charge it. It's going to get wet. It's all the way up. It's all the way up to my neck almost. Okay, hold on for me. Hello? I'm listening to you, so I said hold on for me. Oh, God, please help me. Lord, please help me. I don't want to die. Miss Debbie, I need you to calm down and hold on, okay? Oh, I'm scared, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm scared. I need the cops to come get me. I need somebody to help me. I'm scared. Are you the only one in the vehicle? Yes, I'm the only one in the vehicle with all my papers floating around me. Okay, listen to me. Make sure yes, you're in the area of 5801 Kincaid. I don't know what 5801 Kincaid is. I don't know. I just know there's two sets of apartments no, over know, there. She's not sure. Listen to me. I you're, listen to me. If you're doing the paper, yes. you got to know at least a little bit of where you are. I can do this paper route over here, ma'am. I was cutting through to go to my paper route because I couldn't get down 63. Tell me what you see then. What do you see? There's some apartments because all I see is some apartments. I don't know the names of any of these apartments. Over what, the apartment, I don't what does the apartment complex look like? I, don't, I can't see them, but, ma'am, there's two sets of apartment complexes, one on the right and one on the left. And I'm in the back side of them back here in a bunch of grass. It looks like a bunch of trees. Okay. I'm going to send somebody out there to you, okay? What? It's already getting up to me. I'm scared. How long is it going to take? I don't have an officer available, so it's going to take a minute. So I'm going to try to get somebody out there to you. Just hold on, okay? <laughs> I'm going to die. It's all the way up to my windows. I'm going to die. You're not going to die. die. Okay. 
yourself in Deborah Stevens' shoes. Your vehicle is flooding with water. You can't swim. You're surrounded by floating newspapers. There are onlookers who either can't or won't help. Your phone is almost dead. It's at risk of the flooding water. The 911 operator you're on the phone with doesn't seem to have an interest in if you live or die. No stakes for her. Calling the situation surreal is an understatement. Ma'am, please hurry. Listen to me. I understand. Hold on for me. Ma'am, they're going to let me die. I'm not, not going to let you die. Oh, ma'am, I don't want to die. I'm sorry, but I don't want to die today. You're not going to die. My SUV, my SUV is wounded. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is <laughs> Hold on for me, ma'am. I'm holding on, ma'am. It's all I can do. I'm scared. Because it's getting higher and higher, and my phone's going to die, and y'all ain't going to find me. I'm going to get sucked away. Okay, just hold on for me. And I can't swim. <laughs> I can't swim at all. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ten four. It's gonna be in the area of fifty eight oh one Kincaid Avenue. I'm on the female I'm on the phone with the female. She's stuck in a van. She's on a paper route. I'm in an SUV and she's got water up to her chest. What color? Do I like it? Oh please help me. Ladder one, be advised, it'll be a great SUV. And I've got my lights, I've got my lights on inside. You can see me, ma'am. I hear you. Did you, you tell him I got my lights on inside where they can see me? Yes. Can you tell me how long it's gonna be, ma'am? <laughs> it's getting higher, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am I but I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. You're not going to die. You're going to die. 
not on the phone with you trying to get you some help? Yeah, okay, but I need to get me out before I die. I'm sorry. You're not going to die. Scared. I don't know why you're freaking out. It's okay. I know the water level is I'm high. Scared. I understand that, but you're freaking out doing but, nothing but losing your oxygen up in there, so just calm down. But are they not going to come get me? You said what? I'm sorry. When are they going to be here? As soon as they get there. Well, how long is that going to be before I die? Yeah, I know. Water is filling the SUV. Donna Renault, the 2019 Fort Smith Police Department Fire Dispatcher of the Year, is currently dressing down a terrified Deborah Stevens. Stevens is very aware of the fact that she has minutes left to breathe. Man, my phone's gonna die. I'm not gonna find me. It's gonna ruin my brand new phone. Do you really care about your brand new phone? I mean, you're over there crying for your life. Who cares about your phone? Come on, I need to get down. I need to throw up. I need to throw up right now. Well, then uh, you're in water. You can throw up. It's not going to matter. If you got throw up on yourself, they'll still help you. No, my car is going to catch on fire. How if it's underwater? It's turned on. I can't turn it off. Your car is not going to catch fire in water. It's making awful funny noise and smoking. Oh, my God, ma'am. It's all the way up past my door. <laughs> Just stay on the phone with me. I'm going to get somebody there to you. They should be there. Because I'm sending the fire out to you to help you out. <laughs> Can I put you in a Can I? I need to call my mother-in-law so she knows I'm okay. Okay, well, you're not okay, so you can call your mother-in-law when you're actually out of the vehicle. So, no, you cannot call her right okay. now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you pray? Will you pray with me? In her vehicle. Hello? I'm here. I can still hear everything you're saying to me. I have Will like, you pray with me, please? You go ahead and start off the prayer, and I'll listen to you. I sure will. Now denied by our callous operator to call her family in the final moments of her life, Stevens is pleading with Renault to pray with her. While my ears perceive his laughter, Renault tells Stevens to start without her. She'll listen in. As a third-party listener, you can almost hear the smirk emanating from our operator's face. better that your vehicle is ruined than you being swept away and nobody knows where you are. So just stay on the phone. I'm going to okay? be swept away because my, my mom and No, you're not. You're, you have nowhere to be swept away to besides the street that you're on. So just calm down, okay? Well, I'm at the end of a street, but man. Right, no, I, I'm, looking, I'm looking at it right now, and at the end of the street is some bushes, so you'll be just fine. Renault cut Stephen's prayer off to dress her down again. I've listened to this call hundreds of times now. I never get used to Renault's audacity here. Ma'am, it's getting all the way up to my chest. And I'm I know the water's up to your chest. Just stay on the phone with me, and I have an officer I have an officer and the fire department coming out to you, so just hold on, okay? Oh, thank you. I'm sorry if I'm rude, but I'm scared. You're not rude. I know you're scared. Just calm down for me. I'm scared. I've never had anything like this happen to me before. Well, this, will, te- this will teach you next time don't drive in the water. 
couldn't see it, ma'am. I'm sorry, or I wouldn't have. I don't see how you didn't see it. You had to go right over it, so. No, ma'am, I was in the drive. I was in the parking lot. There was no water where I was at. Okay. And when I got to the end of the parking lot, I was looking for the road to get out into the main road. When I got to the main road, it was too late. There was water, and I didn't, I couldn't see it fast right. enough. The water just didn't appear. I didn't see it fast enough. My headlight went out, and I couldn't see it. Okay. It's okay. We'll get you help and get you out of there. Just hold on, okay? Okay, ma'am. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Renault is not only lecturing our victim, but implying that she's lying as well. And you're not the only one that's been stuck in the water. We've had some 80-year-old kids. I understand, ma'am. This is scary. It's scary. Because I can't swim. I think I even though you can't swim, I think you can still stand up in this. How tall are you? Taller it's higher than me. I don't think so. I don't know. I'm only five foot tall. Okay, well, you're not three foot, so you'll be just fine. Okay. Well, the cops take me to my house. I don't live very far. Ma'am. Ten four. They're pulling somebody else out the water, and as soon as they do, they'll come to you, so just stay right there, okay? I'm not going nowhere, ma'am. I can't go nowhere. I'm just praying. Will they take me home to my house, ma'am? Ma'am. out of her way to tell Stevens that she will not receive a ride by emergency personnel. Stevens would like to be anywhere but left in the rain. Somewhere warm. She thinks out loud about calling her mother-in-law after the nightmare is over to pick her up. Or no, soft touch as always, mocks Stevens. You know how much longer it's going to be, ma'am? As soon as I get there, I cannot give you a time. Oh my God, what time is it now, ma'am? <laughs> Those people are standing up on their balcony watching me sitting in this water. That's pretty rude. A lot of people have called in on you, so I don't think that nobody's just 
sitting there. They actually called in that they're not going to get their self in danger because you put yourself in danger. I understand that, ma'am. I understand that. I'm just scared. I know you're scared. And the water's creeping up, and in a minute I won't be able to talk to you when my phone goes crazy. You'll be there before that happens, so calm down. Oh, you. I'm sorry, ma'am. Mm-hmm. What's your name? Donna. Donna, thank you for being here for me, Miss Donna. You're welcome. I'm just scared, and I don't know what to do. I can tell you, when it rains again, I ain't never doing this. That sounds like a good idea. Because, you know, Fort Smith, water is just 20, like you just and I've, done for, I've done papers for 21 years, and I've never had it like this. Yeah, I think that's understandable, though. Hold on for me, okay? Fort Smith, yeah. please, this is Donna. How can I help you? <laughs> for which address? Oh my god. Somebody put out a call for Barlink for Highway 58 and 8. Okay, then I can cancel it. They got the number. Thank you. Oh my god, ma'am. Yes. It's done. My phone's gonna die. No, it's not. Just hold on for me. Ma'am, I can't. It's getting all the way up to my neck. You can hold on. Just hold on. Oh, don't worry. I gotta pee so bad. After telling Stevens to shut up, you can hear Renault laughing with her coworker. This is in the background of the call. At 4:48 a.m., a police officer calls into dispatch, seeking information. Florida Station. Do you still have contact with the caller? Yeah, I'm on the phone with the female now. She's freaking out and she says the water on the back side is all I got. With body cam videos released to the public later, we can see and hear the general chaos during the search. It's dark. Wet and loud. Stop, stop. No! These two cars here are empty! No, nobody's up here! There's no one here! Ten four, I'm gonna start wading through the parking lot and see if I can find her. I'll let you know. How close are they to where it was? To the left and farther back a little bit. They're almost on top of it. Okay. More to the right? A little bit more to the right, yeah. Hey, I got her right here. She says it's just to the right of them. A little bit to the right. Unless it went further. Did it move? Was it still moving? It wasn't moving. The lights went out and then the water went over it. I think someone's getting out in the water now. You need a jacket? Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm soaked. I don't care. I'm more worried about if there's people in there. How the call came out there was. Yeah, I saw him floating down, and we were standing out here because we were worried about our cars, and I immediately called. 
So it was just floating? Yeah, it was just, it went sideways and the taillights were facing this way and then it spun around and the headlights were facing that way. I believe it hit a tree. God, it might still be moving. Where's the current going? It's gotta be going downstream that way, right? Yeah, but when the fire department showed up, we could still see the roof. Yeah, it, had, it wasn't moving in, it right? It wasn't moving. So they should be right, it's right in there. Yeah, I would think it's got to be going downstream. Like, yeah, that's, that's where it's flowing. It be a little bit further back then. Wants to think okay. it is completely under, it might push it. I have no idea, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. Do you know where someone's stuck in their car? Yeah, it's, so where, do you see where the light's reflecting out there? Way out there past the light pole? That's Way out the past the light pole? Yeah, that light out there is the car. That's where they stopped. Florida Station, we're going to need a boat to get this girl out of the water. Her vehicle's all the way down Kincaid, past the stop and into the trees. You're going to have to let fire know they need to get their boat out here quick. Yeah. You're going to need a boat. you got to get your boat out here. She's over on Kincaid, yeah. all the way down in the trees. See where that light's reflecting? Yeah. That's where she's at. I'm standing around the very back side of the apartment complex on the southeast side and the only part of her car I can see is the roof and the, the dome light that's on in it. I can't get out there to her and you're going to have to wait out here to me to get to me, so. Officers at the scene are wading through knee-deep water. The clips you heard trimmed down from three separate body cams to give you a feel of what's happening. There's a long search for the vehicle, and when they find the SUV, there's a realization that without a lifeboat, Deborah Stevens can't be saved. Stevens will never know the great effort that went into her attempted rescue, operator Renault giving Stevens a greater sense of panic. There's no urgency in Donna Renault's voice, no attempt to comfort Stevens during the worst moments of her life. Do you see the officer, ma'am? No, I don't see nobody, ma'am. 10-4, it's going to be a great I got my lights on, but I don't see nobody. Do you hear the fire trucks? I'm rushing water, ma'am. I can't hear nothing. Okay, well, don't cry, and then don't talk, and then let me know if you hear the fire department. The what? The fire trucks. Tell me if you hear the fire trucks. Now, ma'am, all I can hear is rushing water. I see flashing headlights over there, but I think that's somebody's car. I hope they're not broke down. Too. Literally, 5801 Kincaid is what she said. No, she doesn't see her, and I don't hear the the, uh, the apparatuses either. Are you are you close to Oakbrook Apartments, ma'am? Yes, I'm over here by these two sets of apartments. Yes, ma'am. At the end of the street, at the very end of the street, that yes, little circle, whatever it is. Street in between those two apartments. Yes. Right behind those. Okay, right hold on. Listen to me. I can't right hear you on the left hand side. Okay, hold on for me. Hold on. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry. Officers are on the ground. In knee deep water, they continue their rescue operations. 
she's right down the embankment. The cars come all the way down the road on 58 or Kincaid and come up against the embankment out there. But there's trees separating her from the highway. She's way back there. Yeah. Is there any way I can get this off and help you? I got another guy coming with a life jacket. I'm going to start getting this off so I can help. Yeah. Station. I'm going to assist fire. I'm going to have to take off my vest to put on a life vest. I'm not going to have radio contact for a minute. Listener, you're about to hear the last moments of Deborah Stevens' life. Ma'am, it's just getting Grandma, killed. My phone's going to die. Ma'am. Hold on for me. Do you see the fire department? No, ma'am. My lights are on inside, if you can see my lights. My interior lights are on. Are you on the park side? Are you in the parking lot side? Are you on the road? Ma'am, you go down the... What? You go down that street that runs in between those two apartments right there, and I'm on, the, and and the street goes to the end, and my car veered off to the left, and I'm behind these last set of apartments on the left-hand side. I'm behind them. I guess it's a circle down there. I don't know. I've never driven down on this part. I don't know, man. She said she's in, in between both apartment complexes on this street at the dead end. In the, back, in the very back side, there's a bunch of trees. I don't know. Right there, the she showed side, 5801 at the end. The back side of these apartments over here, where these people are at, they can all she see me. They're all standing out there watching me. Miss Debbie, you're going to have to shut up, okay? I need oh, you to I'm listen sorry. Listen to me. Yes, ma'am. Can you start your, um, is your car still on there? Like, can you honk no. your horn? My horn is dead. Okay, hold on for My me. My horn is dead. Okay, hold on for me. Everything is dead. Listen to me. Hold on. Who, fire? Are they really? It's even higher. It's all the way past my doors. Hold on for me. Don't hang up. Ma'am, please. My hold on for me. me. Hold on. Ladder two. Oh, my God. And it's getting higher and higher and scared. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Number seven is needing you in the area, fifty eight oh one Kincaid Avenue. <laughs> oh me. They're trying to come to you. The whole parking lot is flooded. They're trying to find you, okay? So hold on for me. Oh, I'm at the very back of the I'm at the very back of the end of that road on 58th Street. That's what street that is. I didn't know, ma'am. Oh, my God. My car is starting to move. Oh, ma'am. My car is starting to move. Please. Okay. Listen to me. I know. I'm I'm trying to get you as help as I can, okay? Just hold on for me. Okay, ma'am. Please. I, I know you're die, scared. Please. I know. Hold on for me because I've got to take other calls plus you and listen okay, to all these guys. Okay, Just hold on for me, okay? Okay, okay, ma'am. Okay. 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 <laughs> dear Lord, please just get me out. Dear Lord, please help him find me. Dear Lord, please. Dear Lord, please. Okay, I, I know. Listen to me. They are in the area. They are trying to find you. They cannot find you right now. I'm trying to ping where you are, so do not hang up because this 911 call is helping me ping your location, so don't don't hang up on me. Okay, where are you moving to? Tell me where it's going. 
Okay, tell me where you are. Listen to me, hold on. I'm on the phone with her right now. She is legit freaking out. She said the vehicle is now moving in the water and she doesn't know which way it's going. Printed date. 11-05-2019. Fort Smith Offense Report. Date entered. 10-03-2019. On 8-21-2019, at 0612 hours, I was contacted by Lieutenant Crum regarding a death investigation due to a possible drowning. After being briefed of this incident, I responded to the incident location, 5801 Kincaid. I spoke with the witness, Kayla Adams. Adams stated she was outside on her balcony at around 0430 when she witnessed a vehicle being swept away in the water. Adams stated she didn't see the vehicle until it was already in the water spinning uncontrollably. Adams stated the water was up exceptionally high. There was no way for her or anyone to get to the vehicle to help. The vehicle's resting place is documented through photographs. The vehicle was in the corner of the large drainage area on the north side of 5900 Kincaid Apartments. I went to the ambulance and viewed the victim's body. The body had no obvious signs of trauma or injury. The victim's entire body was wet, and her skin was wrinkled and cold to the touch. Her hair was still wet. The victim had EMS contact pads on her lower left and right abdomen from EMS attempting to give vital readings. Wilson's towing arrived to remove the vehicle from the drainage ditch. Once the vehicle was removed, Arkansas driver's license for Deborah Stevens was found inside a small wallet. Also inside the wallet were several other cards, including bank cards, belonging to Deborah, and one with the name Nancy Organ, Deborah's mother. After the positive ID was made and confirmed, Nancy Organ was informed of the passing of her daughter. Concluding the investigation, Deborah's body was released to Coroner Kenny Hobbs. I completed a toxicology draw from Deborah, and the results are pending. At this time, Deborah's mother Nancy has been informed, and her husband Marcus Stevens, who is currently incarcerated at East Regional Unit in Arkansas, has been informed of Deborah's passing by their chaplain. Including the initial investigation, nothing regarding the death appears suspicious. And with witness statements aligning with calls to dispatch, Deborah's death appears to be accidental due to drowning after her vehicle was swept away by the rapid flash flood water. Bradley Wayne Jones, paraphrase from official offense report. Smith dispatcher's conduct is in question over her handling of a drowning woman's plea for help. Good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. I'm Chelsea Helms. Fox 24's Kelly O'Neill in studio with how the dispatcher treated that victim before she took her last breath. The backlash is immediate. The public is not happy with how Donna Renault treated Deborah Stevens during her final moments. Optics are getting worse for Renault. She was working her last shift after putting in her two weeks notice when the Stevens call came in. The incident made international news. A petition on change.org went viral titled, Imprisoned Police Operator Donna Renault. A full-scale internal investigation launched 
the 2019 Fort Smith Police Department Fire Dispatcher of the Year was now trying to keep her head above water. Station 5 News reports that on August 24th, there was an incident with similarities. This is the same day Deborah Stevens died. Janet Smith came forward to tell a pertinent story. Smith spent 25 minutes on call with a 911 dispatcher. She too found herself dressed down like Deborah Stevens. Help me! Janet Smith's drive home from work at 5 that Saturday morning ended much differently than she expected when flash floodwaters began to fill her truck on 5th Street in Fort Smith. How far away are they? They're leaving the station right now, ma'am. From the start of the call, Janet believed first responders were just minutes away. Knowing she couldn't swim, Janet just held on. I'm trying to hang on, but the whole back of the truck's full of water. It's all the way up over the stairwell. All right, ma'am, we're getting somebody there to you, okay? In this Sky 5 video from that day, you can see Janet's truck in the upper right-hand corner where water was inside the cab and still rising, a moment she'll never forget. You know, it's going to be there. It'll be there for the rest of my life, but I was lucky enough to come out of it. At one point during the call, Janet says she can hear sirens in the distance, but the sound faded. The dispatcher promised help was on the way dozens of times. How many times have you said that? Yes. We're getting somebody to you, okay? Yeah. You need to stop being very pessimistic and be optimistic, okay? But as the minutes ticked by, Janet says her time on the phone was wasted, and she wished she would have called her kids to say goodbye. It's knowing that you're really all alone, and the only person that you have to hold on to is offering to hang up on you. Okay. Do you want me to hang up the phone and just leave you there? Or do you want me to stay on the phone and try to get somebody to you? I want you to talk me through this slow death that I'm about to go through. Ma'am, okay? everything's going to be okay. Ultimately, Janet made it home that morning, but she knows Debbie Stevens did not. On Monday, August 26th, Chief Baker ordered the recording of the 911 call to be copied and had it shared with the command staff. At a meeting that afternoon, members of the command staff reported findings to Chief Baker. Among these findings were the fact that there was no indication that any criminal charges would be filed. The operator Donna Renault had submitted a two-week notice to resign, with August 23rd having been her final shift, and that operator Renault though she may have well violated policy by being rude to Stevens at the time, had done nothing that would have warranted her termination had she still been employed by the FSPD. As a result of numerous requests, Chief Baker released 911 recordings to local media outlets. Along with a press release, he suggested that the outlets use discretion as the recordings contain the last moments of Stevens' life. At least one station released the recording in entirety, the result was a public outcry on social media, many of which were calling for the termination or arrest of Operator Renault. Of note, former employee Donna Renault received numerous death threats on her personal phone to the extent she had to change her number. The operators in the 911 Communications Center were inundated with many calls to harass, berate, or threaten the operators who were on duty. On August 30th, Deputy Director Dean Pitts was assigned by Chief Baker to complete the administrative inquiry to include recommendations regarding police training and hiring processes. 
Director Pitt's investigation verified that had Renault remained an employee, she may have been subject to some disciplinary action. But if that were the case, that action would not have amounted to termination. Paraphrased from Investigative Reports of the Deborah Stevens Death, 824, 2019, Police Death Investigation, Motor Vehicle Fatality Report, 1900-51A16. online obituary for Deborah Stevens reads, Deborah Ann Stevens, 47, of Fort Smith, went to be with the Lord on Saturday, August 24, 2019. Deborah was a member of Eastside Baptist Church, where she taught a Sunday school class full of young children for many years. She did not have many children, but she did love dogs. She had a white poodle named Sammy that she took everywhere with her. Debbie was a very kind, loving, and caring person. She would go out of her way to do for others, as well as help others. She will be dearly missed. Her husband, Marcus Stevens, her mother, Nancy Organ, multiple family members and friends, as well as the people that she worked with survive her. On September 13, 2019, Nancy Organ, Deborah Stevens' mother, died at the age of 80, this exactly four weeks after receiving the news of her daughter's death. Listener, today's episode didn't feature justice, no satisfaction, while I'm feeling anger even hopeless. I don't believe Deborah Stevens could have been saved. There was a large effort to save her that went in vain. The policemen trudging through rough waters were at a disadvantage from the beginning. Most life-saving measures pan out meaningless. Life stacks decks against us when we're dying. Those who receive CPR are not likely to revive, and most of those revived will die within hours or days. Deborah Stevens found herself swept away, SUV spinning, headlights a blur. She was already dead. Had she known this, she likely would have called family. Instead, she sat in her vehicle watching rising water that would swallow her whole. Stevens enjoyed only the voice of a disinterested dispatcher, a dispatcher who was antsy to finish her final shift. This to guide Deborah into that good night. Instead of being led gently, she was humiliated.